Chicago. This is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where we talk about everything in and around the world of comics and comics culture. I'm your host, Mr. Christopher Neesman, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hey, hey, what's happening? I'm still Hello, alive. Sir. I'm not sick. It's another week. We have a special guest a this spe- evening. <laughs> this is not a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get that kind of treatment. Let's open this country up. <laughs> started tom is wearing a maga hat he's got the flag yeah. behind him he is ready to hell go. yeah let's let's get it open he's had enough back from protesting at yeah. the michigan state capitol hell yeah tom caters mm. hey what's up guys how you doing stranger good everything you can't see like from here down is camo you missed all- camouflage tactical gear You've missed all of our special guests, man. It's, I know. We, it's we fine because, but yeah. most of the time, by the time of that end of that night, I'm like catatonic anyway right. during the week. It's not like I would have had like Much anything insightful. Well, the, the, the disgusting part about it is that they just come on the show and they want to talk about you. Oh, we no. We, we probably spent, Tom King and we probably spent, I don't know, 20 minutes talking about you and Carmine Infantino, Carmine Infantino together. There's only room for one TK on the show. I know that's what we kept telling him. He was uh, he was disheartened though. He he very much yeah. uh, wanted to uh, to talk to you. He 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 called you a genius at one point. Oh wow! I know. Wow. Yeah, high praise. He kept asking, like, can you, can you get Tom versus? Is he should it, have seen, still available. He should have. It's it is still available. Everyone out there. <laughs> I'm paying that Libsyn fee every month. It's oh, it still is still okay. I didn't know if you were still. <laughs> I should look. I should look at the download numbers. Occasionally, there's like a surprising uptick, bump in activity. Yeah, that I'm always like, what happened that uh, that uh, jumped up? Jumped up. Somebody found it. It Somebody... could be. It could be in the tens of thousands of downloads in the last month. Russian robot. Russian bots downloading it. Oh yeah. For sure, you got a lot of that going on, and, and you that's know, mostly our audience. I think that's mostly who's listening. Well, yeah. and, and, well, and to talk, and to I talk will about, say, you know, bumps, jumps, and yeah. bumps and downloads, and and guests, and all that. I saw that uh, Extraction has had like ninety million views. That's the Around Comics effect. Exactly. You come that's, on this that's, show. That's, that's that's obviously what next it is. Next thing you know, Either your East. movie's number one. The ACB, the Around Comics Bump. That's yep. right. <laughs> That's it. At least 30 or 40 of those are because we put them over the 90 million. Oh, yeah. By, by sure. you know, 20 sure. or 30 listeners or <laughs> viewers. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I liked the movie. It was it was a fun movie for sure. Yeah. I it mean, was it was cool. um, action, action, action. My wife, thought it, my wife thought it was a little violent. 
for her taste. She thought it was a little too mu- too much, a little ultra violent. But too uh, much. she's a pussy. She, yeah. You know, what are you gonna do? Sorry, violence think... is good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that Hell in a yeah. derogatory way at all. <laughs> no, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I liked Hemsworth in it. I read an I read a funny like you know whenever something comes out and people like it, there's always some tool on the internet. There, there's a contrarian. Yeah, somebody's got to find a way. Just and I think it's just to try and get clicks. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is popular, so I'm gonna shit on it. And if nothing oh. else, but the just my, my my most hated before you say it, my most hated now is five reasons why this is awesome. Yeah, and yeah. five reasons why it's not. It's not. <laughs> Like, come on, really? I, I don't even remember where it was at or what paper or whatever it was in, but it was some guy uh, who basically was complaining because um, based on Chris Helmsworth, uh, his roles in, in such great movies like Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and um, some other piece of shit movie that he had a tiny little role in that was a comedy. The Avengers. No, it was another oh. one. Where he was not the main, he wasn't a main character. I can't remember what it was. But it was another one where he was like, you know, barely in it. The guy was basically complaining because they were wasting his brilliant comedy timing on an action film. What? (laughs) Like, yeah, the world wants more Chris Helmsworth in Ghostbusters. Because Extraction, that comedy movie that I don't know that, that everyone's been waiting for. It's made no sense. It made no sense. It was it was just silliness. I mean. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Everybody wants to see Chris Hemsworth be funny. I guess that's. The I love funny Chris Hemsworth, but that was not a funny movie. Yeah, well, that was the complaint. It wasn't a funny movie, and and he should only be in comedies as a minor character, uh, because that's where he's best. Evidently, that's everyone's just, a critic. I'm just reporting the news. <laughs> I don't. Know. Let's criticize some things. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh actually uh want to thank you sal you're welcome what did i do let me grab him i'm Uh-oh. like knee deep there's a lot of setup in, in see, immortal hulk comics go wrong i was there's i'm telling so, you there's a, there, i'm just like it's the best hulk i've read since planet hulk yeah oh for <laughs> they're sure really, they're really fun yeah they're... really good and I wouldn't say fun. They're they're fucking dark. Um, but, but they're um, fun too. They are. But they are kind of. They're they're weird. Yeah. It's uh yeah in like very much a like tales from the dark side kind of kind of weird. They're dark, fun. but they're not mm-hmm. ultra serious. You know yeah. What I mean? And they're goofy. Like they're yeah. really weird and out there, and that's why I like them because they're very much a comic book. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like those, yeah. they're not trying to be anything other than a, a, a out there, bizarre comic book. Yeah. That you could. It it's, ta- it's Tales from the Dark Side with the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. I love them. I wouldn't lie to you, man. I know. I understand. So, Son of a bitch. You liar. You lied to us. <laughs> books are right. bad. I would lie to you. I would well, yeah. totally lie. Yeah. And I also picked up uh, Seeley's uh, Money Shot. Money Shot? How'd you so, like that? That's uh, uh, I just started it, and it's it's. Uh, I'm you glad that uh, you I'm were... glad that he's spitting or that he is splitting uh, writing credits with a woman. 
<laughs> oh, she's uh, filthy. I mean, yeah. for, like her writing, her 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 Instagram and Twitter is very funny, and and she's very dirty and sex sex positive kind of person. That's what that's what Seely says. That like anything that is like obscene or off color is 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 totally is totally her. It's yeah. uh who is it? It's uh Sarah it's, Beatty 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 something like that Beatty Beatty. <laughs> The ne- Sarah Beatty, the great grandniece of the um, Deliverance, Ned Beatty. No, really? No, no I'm kidding. I'm just, oh, no, but we well, here's the thing: we didn't we didn't talk about it on the podcast because it was like you know why bring it up with Tim because yeah. it's nothing to do with him. But she actually got in trouble a while back for um before before she became whatever she is now. But she like said she was an SNL writer. Like this was years ago on she she made the claim that she was a writer on SNL. And she's very funny. Yeah. But she wasn't a writer on SNL. Yeah. And you know, it, it ended up coming out that that she had lied about it and kind of tried to, you know, present that so, yeah. So I don't know, maybe she is Ned Beatty's womp womp womp. Yes. Perhaps. So Tom, what's been going on? Oh, you know, just at home, just trying to keep my kids alive, working, uh, sleeping, drinking, drinking, and then sleeping. Uh, drinking. I've been watching a lot of. I've been watching a lot of Star Wars just because I don't want to think, and like. Nice. <laughs> Just like slowly. old Star Wars or new Star Wars? I, it's just a wild mix. Depends on how much I don't want to think or care. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to just totally I don't shut to... down, you know? Like I don't want to think about these characters at all. Just, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to care about them. I don't want I've to been, invest. I've been watching the Clone Wars cartoon now, which is on the higher end of caring. I just, uh, the last episode comes out on uh, uh, May the 4th, of course. Tomorrow, yeah. Is it tomorrow that comes out? That's tomorrow. I think there are, should I stay up till midnight? I think it releases at midnight tonight. I mean, not unless you usually do. I feel like. I do not. I am old. I am usually in bed by 930. I think it's important to keep your sleep patterns. Okay. In in these trying times. These trying times. Know, too much. You should, try, you should try and sleep like how you usually sleep. For me, it means one hour a night. <laughs> I, With my uh, eyes open, I, eyes open, sitting up in a chair, <laughs> facing the door. That's normal sleep pattern for you. That's just no, normal. My normal t- tight one hour, deep, short sleep, <laughs> one hour, sitting up, facing the door. There was oh, there was a, a, a professor at, at SIU, uh, uh, Buckminster Fuller. He invented the geodesic dome, among other things. Uh, but he was uh, shout out. <laughs> he he did a series of sleep experiments where I want to say for like three years he slept ten minutes at a time for like a total of like two and a half three hours. Sounds a like some day. MK Ultra shit there, man. They were yeah. fucking. He was dropping was acid. Dropping acid, living in a biometric dome. By <laughs> crazy shit. But he only slept like ten minutes at a time. Uh, I've heard of that. Just to prove that it can be done. Yeah. Uh, 
refreshing. I only sleep 10 minutes at a time, probably. Yeah, at night. I don't, I'm so. Why sleep 10 minutes at a time, but then I get a good six or seven mixed in there as well. I, uh, going back to Star Wars, the kids and I have been, we watched all the Star Wars episodes in chronological order. Oh. In about a week. We we banged them out. And we haven't watched the last one. We're waiting until tomorrow. We're going to watch the last yeah. one. On, oh, on, comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, on May the fourth. And uh, I gotta say, in watching the whole thing in in you know one mm-hmm. kind of sitting, I don't hate it. Like I don't hate the ones that I used to hate as yeah. much. I kind of <laughs> yeah. liked it more. Like I kind of liked them a little <laughs> more watching the whole thing. It's kind of like uh, when Final Crisis came out and you read it issue to issue and you're like, what the fuck is this? What is this? And then, and then you read the collected edition and you're like, okay, I kind of get it now. I think part of it is your initial disappointment in something not being what you think it's going to be is very intense. Yeah. And then over time. It's like, oh, it's just a movie. Relax. It fades. It's, yeah. it's like, whatever. Like, you can't feel that upset it, about, and, about something. Yeah. I mean, there were, honestly... At this point, the thing that upset me the most, and it was totally, like, unexpected, but it was a definite reaction I could feel inside my body, was when, um, well, one, when Greedo shot first. That, like... The the McGlunky? The new (laughs) bitch? Like, it still upset me, but really, the fucking horrible, horrible dance number that lucas inserted in return of the jedi when yeah. they're at fucking jabba's I think palace we, we, we talked about this like a maybe a month or two. i had never seen the special edition of that i don't think or i just like had never sat through it right and i turned it on it was like on tv and that part came up and i was like what the what is this so i mean i had a, i could physically <laughs> feel myself be disgusted by it like it was just it was so horrible and so out of place. Just like, so weird. So yeah. like not even like what? And like, at that point, I had watched nine fucking movies, I think, or whatever. You know, it's like all three of the prequels. Yeah. Solo, Rogue One, and then. Oh wow! You, I mean, you did them all. Oh yeah, everything. Uh, okay. The only thing I couldn't get my kids to do is sit down and watch uh, the man, uh, the uh, man. What's his name? Not Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I was gonna say the Mandolin. The Mandalorian. <laughs> we couldn't. I couldn't get him to watch the Mandalorian again, like in chronological uh, uh, in like, order. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you're gonna read all of these comics that are canon before we go on to the next one. But I'll tell you what, it was it was once I kind of and it the prequels could have been pretty good. Like I get what fucking Lucas was trying to do with it and the sure. whole trade war thing and. You know, like he had a tough job of like trying. The plot is fine. It is. It's just a mess. It's just the difference is like you you watch the first prequel, and I literally was sitting there going, "Okay, what the fuck is going on?" I was trying to figure out the narrative. I was literally like trying to sit there and go, "Okay, why are they doing this? What are they doing? Why?" And I had to go online and read like wikipedia fucking pages to figure it out but once it made sense to me i was like okay now i understand why all these people are doing these things and it sort of worked better but then you get to like empire and 
you know, uh, there like in Empire, they explain everything you fucking need to know in a scene. You know what I mean? Like here's 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 the entire fucking plot set up in one scene. This is everything you need to know. This is why these people are acting this way. This is what they're trying to accomplish. You got it all figured out in the beginning. Like first thirty seconds. Here it is. You know what I mean? But in in those movies, they're just they're such a well. The prequel movie. the prequel had a lot. It had a much bigger lift because it was the backstory. It was setting up. Yeah, you're trying to get to that of it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. It's the the middle three. The the I mean, there's not. I mean, they're great, but there's not a ton of story there. It's about the rebellion mounting a last ditch effort to 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 beat the um, to beat the empire. The first three are, I mean, there's a ton of shit going on. Right, you're tearing apart a republic and building yes. an empire out of the ashes of it in those three. And and at the same time, you have this, yeah, you have, it's it's the much Anakin more complex. Story. But it could have been done a lot better. What I'm saying is, the yeah. story itself, like, the plot is fine. It's just the way he decided to tell it was shit. Because he's not a very good director is the problem. He's just not, <laughs> a, you know what I mean? He's he, He's shown that over and over again. There's other people that take his ideas and and do better things with them, but I I have to say David Filoni, is that Filoni, Filini, Filoni, Filoni's monk, uh, Clone Wars, the the animated series. Mm-hmm. I've heard tells, good things. Kind of tells the story of of all that really really well. It's yeah. it it yeah, it's better than any of the prequels. It does yes. everything that the prequels kind of failed to do which is like make anakin like a likable character that you kind of like are like oh i get like what happens or you like, never liked anakin in the prequel because <laughs> you never had enough time to ever yeah. like be like oh i get this guy is a hero you know like he's he's general skywalker yeah he's like a good guy and he's you know like other characters like him obi-wan actually does like him Mm-hmm. They're like they're, they're actually friends. Always a spoiled brat in the movies. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay. Like I kind of get, but it's interesting because it's like, I feel like, and maybe it's just because I've just been sort of like watching a lot of Star Wars that like, I, I feel like I sort of get like what Lucas was trying to do more, even though I didn't really like it. I'm like. That is a singular vision from one person of like, yeah, like yeah. what he wanted to do, you yeah. know. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, I definitely appreciated it more this time around. Like sitting through the whole thing, start to finish, yeah. you know. Even like I, like I really didn't care for the second to last movie, uh, the Last Jedi, not yeah. the Rise of Skywalker, yeah. but the Last Jedi couldn't stand it when i saw it in the theaters but this time was like oh, okay this was this was okay i mean it wasn't that there was some shitty parts to it or whatever but yeah it, it i just want to see stuff that's not tied to the original trilogy and i mandalorian gave me hope that that's gonna happen yeah it's sure. still it's still a great universe to to tell stories in yeah i, I mean shit in the mandalorian i i still want the bill burr you know, band of fucking misfit thugs just running around the galaxy, getting in trouble and, and you know, heist, trying to steal heist, shit. heist episodes, yeah, man. Just do a one, whole season. One heist after another. Yeah. 
or one big heist. I don't care. Like whatever yeah. it is, you know, just spread it out. Yeah, twelve <laughs> episodes, one heist. Well, also the Mandalorian. They're having that like uh, the making of things coming out tomorrow as well. well they got they got to they got to they got to push content. Yeah, um, well, that would be kind of interesting though because like they did do a lot of really interesting things. Like as far as like all the projection screens of like settings and stuff and like oh, okay. like yeah there was a lot of like innovation as far as like how they filmed how they filmed it because people know? were and saying like, like the actors were even saying like it was amazing the feel that you got when you weren't on a built set but it felt like you were in that world like yeah. they couldn't. Or it, you know, especially when you watch the prequels and you can see the look in everyone's eye of like, I don't know where the fuck I am. I'm like obviously on a green screen. You know, like, yeah, it's like where's just, Jar Jar Bing's head? Where's his eyes supposed to be? I'm, I'm watching these people that you know are good actors because you've seen them do other things well, and you can just see the look of them being like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, it's gotta be hard, me. man. Like they're not teaching you this in film school. Here, especially this, in the Phantom ball. Menace, the Phantom Menace is just filled with people looking like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like, <laughs> you poor Ewan McGregor is just like staring into space, just like. There's the one scene with uh, it's it's in Phantom Menace. That's the first one, the first prequel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, like, Anakin is is trying to put the pod racer together. And like yeah. Jar Jar gets his arms stuck. Oh yeah. Like yeah. He, and then you have Anna Paquin like walks over to him and like helps him. And it's the most unnecessary scene in a movie ever. <laughs> like there's no point. It's it's not even a good joke. And you can see her like she doesn't say anything. She do, you yeah. know what I mean? Like she just and and yet it's just a very Lucas. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's like we're gonna have all this stuff in here, and no one's gonna tell me not to have like no one can tell this, me no. This dumb joke where Jar Jar's tongue gets electrocuted, and it's like <laughs> his mouth is numb, yeah. and it's like we're gonna take <laughs> thirty <laughs> seconds to, <laughs> to tell this one to precious precious screen. To, like how what are we doing? Uh, George, uh, that just cost that, us eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, but you know, in all of those movies, like you said, the disappointment fades, and it, there is something um, in each one. There's always something that I like rewatching again. You know, even if it's yeah. like the pod race, the actual pod, pod race is scene. great. Yeah, yeah. There's like things in all of them that I'm like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. I and that, that kids is why not not a whole lot of people were really upset when Reed decided to sell to Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let somebody yeah. else play in the sand sandbox. I did the one well the the two things that it kind of reminded me that, you know, it is it is a bunch of movies made for kids. At the yeah. end of the day you you know, you kinda of forget that that yeah, these are kids' movies really. Mm-hmm. And it's like my kids love Jar Jar Binks. Even mm-hmm. today, my seventeen and fourteen year old, they thought he was hilarious and loved Jar Jar. As much as I hated him, <laughs> and it's the terrible, weird ass accent. This I get is it. Like... But they don't care. They didn't. They, that didn't bother them. And then, Ugh. Jedi: Return of the Jedi is their favorite of the movies. They yeah. think Return of the Jedi is the best. And I loved that movie as a kid. I love Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But it gets shit on because of the Ewoks, and it's like, and because ah, the Ewok, come on, I know, Ewok, people, but people are always like. 
Empire's the best of the of the. What well, is? Is it though? I mean, it's the best. It's a great movie. It's a great movie, but it, is it any better than like than Jedi? I mean, there's more in Jedi than there is in. I think it's the only one where the and the actors get any time to like do anything interesting. Really, yeah, like yeah, most I of the see, time, they're see, like yeah. kind of like zipping around through stuff so quick but once that, again like, it's a it's a more serious movie yeah do we like it because it's more of a movie made for adults yes but is that's where really all the character movie? development happened i liked it as a kid because it had swamp 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 creatures in it and i always loved swamp <laughs> like a good big swamp. fan of swamps <laughs> cloud city lando calrissian's outfits yeah, just everything doing, you truly yeah, do belong like, oh, here yeah. among us in the clouds. What <laughs> yeah, have we here? Exactly. Oh, God. You got he's him going on Billy D. Williams. Oh, <laughs> Billy D. Williams. He's just the best. Come on. How you doing? Huh? Han. Hey, Han. <laughs> Han. Oh, he didn't give a shit what anybody's... Chewbacca. Hey, how you doing, Chewbacca? He didn't <laughs> fucking care what their names were. He had his own names. Here we go. Him. It was awesome. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I my favorite my favorite Star Wars toy when I was a kid was the Chewbacca with the um, C three PO on on his back the one that where he's like all busted apart mm-hmm. so he's got like the carrying like the reverse also Empire Strikes Back yeah Empire Strikes Back yeah yes um sorry ESB ESB for those in the <laughs> No, use the acronyms. But yeah, so basically, in this un, these uncertain times, I've been digesting entertainment, comfort food. So, nice. like, we now no longer. My wife's like, we're not going to watch anything like sad or depressing. It's like, no, I'm prefer not. <laughs> I understand. Not I've been watching. To, not to get into that. I've been watching. Heist, we we watch. We watch the Great British Baking Show every oh. day. Oh god, that's great. It's great. I love it. <laughs> They're, They're so, so nice. nice. Everyone's so nice. They are so nice. No, it's Everyone's not even so a competition. Nice it's, just... it's just like, oh, I, I did mess that one up. I deserve yeah. to. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh all right. Yeah. Not a good day for me. Yeah, not a good day. day. Cheerio. <laughs> just off They're making like a whole chocolate castle, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like. An America, an American version, just like make the biggest pan of fudge you can make, <laughs> and put bacon in it. Just like how much bacon can bacon you put in these cookies? Fudge platter, bake, bacon tequila fudge. Sounds delicious. And we're gonna listen to Jimmy Buffett while we yeah, and then the British one they're like making like century cake. Fitterals. Yeah, it's some fucking cake you've never heard of. Like, heard of, what? yeah. What is that? Yeah, what? Yeah. I've never like, heard of that. You have to make an actual functioning um, well, I think was in one of them, where they had to build like a little well that you we had to drop the bucket in chocolate. to get like caramel at the bottom. You know, and it was just like, I was like, damn, what is going on in this show? Have you guys ever seen that one? I don't know if there's more than one season of it, but it's like Zombo's. It's a dude who's like a confectionery specialist, bald guy. And it's like Zombo, Z-O-M-B-O or something like that. And 
it's it's basically like super high end. It's a contest. Yeah. But it's like super high end chocolates and candy and cakes and bake stuff. And the one was you had to replicate one of his things, and it was a um, Willy Wonka inspired confectionery. Basically, it was a chocolate hat that you would then pour. Oh yeah, and it reveals like a, a whole nother fucking thing inside. Hell yeah, of it. yeah Hell it was amazing. Yeah. It's just like, and no, and it hovered above the plate, so it was a magic hat that levitated above the plate, and then you poured the chocolate. Yeah, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. It's fucking crazy. I'm like, who has time to come up with this? Shit? Time to just give me my fudge. Give me some bacon fudge, motherfucker. <laughs> I just want. I just want some cheese. America, America Fudge Contest. <laughs> American Fudge. This week on American Fudge. <laughs> After Below Deck. Walnuts. <laughs> Marta keeps, uh, Marta watches Below Deck. Drives me nuts. What is that? I just call it horrible. What is, what is Below Doing Deck? Horrible things to horrible people. What is American, what is, a, what is American is Fudge? A, what is Below Deck? Uh, it is it is a reality tv show following the crew of uh charter yachts mm. and it is exactly that exciting that's, well, yeah, i've that's never talked fun. to the crew on a charter yacht that's just a mistake yeah <laughs> you're just setting yourself up about the, you know, yeah yeah bad it's, things. yeah it's it, it's it's awful i have been watching uh uh now that we're talking about reality tv shows because uh, i know that tom um loved project runway back oh. in the day uh, i know where you're going and i love i love i love the making the cut on amazon making the so, cut are you done have you watched all of it i haven't watched all of it my favorite thing about it is it's like what if we did project runway but we just dropped a ton of money on it and just made everything <laughs> yes. like everything yes. Like everything looks good. Like yes, yes. we got expensive cameramen. We got expensive cameras. We're like, doing a the... runway show right outside of yeah. the Eiffel Tower. Now we're going to Tokyo. Every all the design stuff looks amazing. Everything looks great. We have a like it's like it's it's like uh you see all that Amazon money just like dripping off the screen. When it's yes. like, what is it called? It's making called the making cut. The cut? Oh, I, I don't think I've it's ever It's with Tim that. Gunn and Heidi Klum. It's their new design show uh, competition, but it's on Amazon. And so, like each week, the winner of that that week's design competition, their their winning design is featured on the Making the Cut store at Amazon. Ah, so yeah. Yeah. I think in these troubled times, you know, I don't look down upon anyone who. Wants to just watch British people bake and relax, <laughs> and perhaps enjoy some legal marijuana, and just <laughs> and just watch two hours of baking, just low stakes, very relaxing. Like nothing bad's gonna happen to anybody. I've sounds delightful. Like, I mean, not in my TV shows and stuff, but I I limit any kind of news that I I absorb right now. I limit how much time I spend online because the like Twitter and Facebook. Oh, they're horrible. Oh, it's the worst. And so yeah. it's like, yeah, I can feel myself like my anxiety just yeah. rising whenever I go online. So I've just, I, I yeah, I definitely have limited and, and lots of legal marijuana. 
products for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What's wrong with you, Wisconsin? What's wrong? Yeah, get on, get you, on, got uh, you got time? I got a list of things that are wrong with Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Tom's fault. I blame it's Tom. Real, it's a real shame. People it's like me kept leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? You know? Yeah. You, should have stuck around. Would have been. Yeah. Eh, what are you gonna do? Skip that chance. That scale back the other way. Well, we had we had Nazis in Illinois over the weekend, so that was nice. Oh. Illinois Nazis protesting. I gotta hate Illinois Nazis. Oh. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who likes them? But yeah. Well, open it up. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Tom's had it. Time to get back. Time to get back to work. Chris uh, Chris Marshall's on the uh, the YouTube stream. He's, uh, he's he? watching. Yeah, he's Chris watching. Marshall. Us. Say hi. Ask Chris us a question, Chris. Ask a... God damn it, Chris. Do something. <laughs> when this country finally opens up, what's the first place you're going to go? I'm going to Amer- <laughs> the American Fudge store, motherfucker. That's where I'm going. I'm going to go to American Fudge. I'm going to get my, I'm getting some stars, my stars and stripes fudge planted. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you got your. Your rib fudge, your yeah. rib flavored fudge yeah. is the red, <laughs> and then your blueberry pie fudge is the blue. Yeah, wait, yeah. And then white chocolate is the stars, <laughs> and that, and that's it. Yeah, American fudge. God damn it. We're uh, oh, Chris Marshall said, "Hey, hey." Still no question from Chris Marshall. We're waiting for a question, Chris Marshall. <laughs> Worthless. Help us out here, goddammit. <laughs> we need con- people need content. You yeah. guys want to see me bake? We're talking. Just- <laughs> Make some fudge. Makes- None of- I don't want to see any uh, periwinkle goddamn tru- truffles. No, uh, what, are the- what do they call that? What's the one thing? I always think it's a weird name for a dessert. Or it's not a weird name, but it's oddly named. Um mm. You're gonna have to be more specific. I know it's like a parfait, but it's like a la- it's like a, a la- federal. No, it's a layer of like sponge cake, and then a layer of cream and or fruit, and then a, another layer of cake, and another. It's like a. It's not a truffle. It's a. It's a trifle. That's what trifle. It is. A trifle. A trifle. They're delicious, but it's such an odd name, like a yeah. trifle. I want to. This wanna... just makes me think of trifling bitches. Right. That's <laughs> what I was. Yeah. Exactly. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, that's the thing I think of. So. Trifling ass bitches. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Oh, I've, I've yeah. been. Uh, what else have I been watching? Heist movie. I've been watching heist movies. I watched. Uh, I watched. Rafifi. You ever seen that movie? It's a French. Uh, I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> He's watching The Crown. He's watching <laughs> French art movies. It's not it's, an art movie. It's not an art movie. Actually, it's a it's a it's a fifty. I think it was made in the fifties. It's a black and white movie. It's French, but it's a uh, it's no, a crime movie. It's a, a heist movie, and it's made by an American expatriate. He was a guy who a director. I can't think of his name, but he was a director here in the United States, and he got blackballed during the uh, Roman Polanski. No, it wasn't Roman Polanski. No, during the. Red scare, yeah, and went to France oh, okay. yeah. and made this sort of low budget uh, crime movie. It's really good, and uh, it's it's kind of been um, 
regarded as like one of the best heist movies ever, but uh, it was good. I, I I liked it. It was you know it's different because it's in the fifties and like the the hero if you call him that is like you meet him. He he got out of jail. He comes yeah. home. He like runs in, he runs into his girlfriend mm-hmm. and he beats her with a belt and then oh. kicks her out. <laughs> yikes okay this is a interesting movie you know but uh yeah he he's not a nice guy none of them are nice guys they're criminals god damn it they're what's the what's the first episode of perpetual grace on uh the the epics the epics i still With, haven't uh, ben, uh it's got ben ben kingsley and um oh the, the guy who played mary on uh psych um also the uh, guy played Westworld. He's been on a bunch of other stuff. I forget his name. He's very good though. Um, enjoyed it. It's quirky. It's quirky. weird. I liked it. I still have not watched. You wanted me to watch the um, War of the Worlds on Epics. I haven't watched it yet. I I haven't sure. <laughs> it's I'm, kind I'm, of. It's I'm like you to watch. <laughs> yo, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm making you the. I'm the not canary. gonna watch. You're it. the canary you in the coal mine. I want you to let me know if it's safe to go in or not. I don't know if I want to watch it right now. Like, this is a, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not the time for, like, (laughs) end of the world, sort of. Yeah. Apocalyptic. So, here's a, to kind of bring it back to, like, comics and pop culture and whatnot. Do you think that after this, that we will finally have our our zombie fix taken care of? No, I think that's the problem we have right now. We have all these fucking protesters because they are pissed off because they didn't get the apocalypse they were promised. Like, they didn't get to shoot. (laughs) They have like, I haven't shot anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, like, fast. Like, oh, we have to, like, sit around and wait. Right. Yeah. They're 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 not they're not shooting you know out, out the windows of they're their not house. Shooting their neighbors in the face—that's what they really want. All these fucking preppers—that's what they really want. They're just hoping that at some point they get to shoot their neighbors in the face. You know, I understand it to some degree. I can, sure. I can... <laughs> shoot a zombie, and make your fourteen pounds of macaroni and cheese when <laughs> you're in giant buckets. Jim Baker bucket food. Go on your day, yeah, goddammit. Get... Get your Jim Baker bucket food and just <laughs> finally I get to just shoot other people. Yeah. Make some fudge. In a bucket. <laughs> I open up my first 50 pound package of American fudge survivalist candy. <laughs> American fudge survivalist candy. Pack now with protein. That's yeah. the protein. apocalypse that I was promised. You can, you can live on American fudge for up to two years. <laughs> everything, everything you need. This episode brought to you by American fudge. American fudge. Fuck yeah, fudge. <laughs> I'm gonna look to see. There's probably a company called American Fudge, and I'll guarantee you this yeah. is gonna cause a huge problem for them. <laughs> I don't know. Unless they're exactly what we're talking. Hey guys, American fudge is available. (laughs) All right. Let's get it. Reserve it. Americanfudge.com. Americanfudge.com. The fucked up thing is we'd probably make a fortune. (laughs) I'm in. Celebrate your freedom. Great. Oh wait, there is a great American fudge company though. Greatamericanfudge.com. 
Just America. Why? Why put the great? Just make it American fudge. Yeah, because America is they great. Bur- they buried the headline. It, yeah, we don't, idiots. Oh no, guys! I was gonna make a joke about freedom fudge, but that is a thing. <laughs> oh wait, freedom fudge is uh, actually a seems to be a, a marijuana infused product. Oh well, oh, that's okay. That's all right too. What about Liberty Liberty Fudge? <laughs> fucking fucking live fudge. free or die fudge. No commie fudge here, man. <laughs> hey guys, live free or die fudge is open. Chris Marshall said that there are no Nazis here in Michigan, but we do have guns. <laughs> and he asked us if we saw Extraction or Triple Frontier. Both are really good. We did. We talked about extraction earlier. No, no, Chris, we haven't seen it, and it, we're going to watch that right after we watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which we haven't seen either. <laughs> Obviously, has not been listening. Yes. Yeah. God damn it, Chris! How dare you? How dare you, sir? They Jump. got that. They got the Around Comics bump. It did. We. Why do you think it's number one on Netflix? If we talk about ninety million viewers, Chris, what do you think? Yeah. No. Welcome, Andy. Do you think so it's Andy, not an accident, you know? Do you think this is going to change things for Andy Parks? Like, because it's not like it's a film in a you know in a in a theater that's getting like huge ticket sales. I don't think you get. I mean, I have no idea of the realities of having a movie on Netflix, but from what I've yeah. been able to glean off of people talking about it. I don't think it matters how many people fucking watch it. You get paid what you get paid from Netflix. He said he's already made his money yeah. on it whenever we had him on. So I, I, it's high profile. Hopefully it leads to leads to other jobs. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Like it, for yeah. him, it maybe, you know, Hollywood comes calling or someone, you know, it leads to other work to have a super successful movie made off of a graphic novel of yours. Hopefully. Hopefully. Andy, does, you know, he's a guy that. You know he's been he, it. he does he's been working hard in this industry for a long time and uh, that's it's cool to see it's so it's neat nuts. to like to see this shit you know we've talked about this before but it never gets old to see people you know mm-hmm. go and do this kind of awesome stuff get that sweet sweet streaming money <laughs> turn on the faucet that's the only money that's the only money going right now back yeah. up the truck. Back up that streaming truck. <laughs> Chris Marshall said, sorry, I have my own podcast to take care of. Oh, well, so, so- <laughs> it's okay, Chris. We love you. I've just been, I've just been playing extraction in the background for four days straight. I'm not even watching it. Just constantly playing it on. It's <laughs> giving Andy as many views as yeah, possible. Was- Good Lord. This guy in, in Illinois watched it 75 <laughs> times this week. <laughs> He loves this movie. Are you okay? I just have that pop up on. Are you just, are you okay? <laughs> play it again. Are you still watching? We always hey, Google, move. play Extraction again. <laughs> Continuous loop. We always make fun of each other. My daughter and I, it's like an inside joke whenever we're watching uh, a Netflix show and that thing comes up. Are you still watching? I'll, she'll either go to me or I'll go to her. It's like, uh, still watching Fatty? Are you still sitting <laughs> on, the, on the couch there, fat ass? Not getting up? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> next episode, please. Thank you. Yes. Still painted to that couch, are you? Pretty much. Should I go get some more Oreos for you? Hey, I did some manly shit today. I built some stairs. Nice. Yeah, I, I put in stairs with glue and nails and stained it. How many? 
five stairs and six risers. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and then I had some fudge. fudge I was going to say, did you have fudge my maple bacon, My maple bacon fudge sticks. <laughs> maple bacon fudge sticks. Yeah. Hell yeah, nothing gets me along with the up. Along with the five steps, I installed a tactical turret that <laughs> gives oh, well, me full view of uh, any approach to the back door. The steps fold down. I hit one button, they yeah. fold down. Fold down. <laughs> like a ramp. And yeah. I just slide down into the basement into my... There's a small bucket of hot oil <laughs> to pour on anyone trying to climb. I learned that from... Uh, Watching Game of Thrones. Was... Yeah. <laughs> These are tactical stairs. <laughs> Everything's tactical in my tactical. house. Everything's tactical. Tactical carpet. My dog's tactical. <laughs> my bathroom. Yeah. Tactical Check toilet paper. Yeah. America. Fuck yeah. We, we have made our way to the tactical toilet paper. We, we've, we've gotten down to like the, the, the prison toilet paper that oh, we had no. like oh. at one point. No, no, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Your ass will never forget you. Here. Yeah. Uh, we've been fine with toilet paper. The first couple of weeks, it was a, it was a little scarce, but uh, now you can kind of go and get it wherever. I mean, it's yeah. not like abundant, but you could definitely go get a twelve pack mm. if you need it. You know, all those offices got all the toilet paper, man. Yeah. <laughs> went to went to Whole Foods the other day. No frozen vegetables. Completely sold out of frozen vegetables. Peanut butter. Peanut butter's Weird. been tough. Natural peanut Weird. butter. I don't know. Whatever. Who needs frozen vegetables? What do you... What do you... I was but making you can get fresh salad, ones. Man. You can get fresh vegetables. You just can't get the frozen ones. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I don't want to cut... lost their goddamn minds. Um... So, Sal, you told me you've been, like, reading, like, old Batman comics? I have, and I forgot to bring it down here. I I, I, uh, I see, like, all those. Looks like you're reading all, like, the essentials and showcases there. Yeah, I, I went back and, and grabbed a bunch of, dug these out, my showcases out of, uh, where's the? Out of storage. The, uh, storage, yeah. In cold like storage. Eight, I had them in cold storage. Right between your 25 pounds of rice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My 800, round, 800 <laughs> rounds of hollow point. He had, he had them packed in frozen vegetables from Wisconsin. Hell yeah. yeah. You got to be prepared, man. You can't fuck around with that shit. 18 copies of this, these showcases. I might need them as TP at some point. I might have to use a showcase. Just wrinkle that shit up. You never know. Some of those showcases, that's what they're worth. Listen, this is a... Let's see what we got here. Oh, hell. This story... This uh, this is I don't even know who did this. Some bullshit fucking it, Carmine yeah. Infantino. What? No, no. This is this is uh, a yeah. Justice League uh, of America for sale. The Justice League for sale. Yeah, fuck that. Just rip that out and wipe your ass with it. That's <laughs> fuck it. What's the point? So Tom, we were, we were talking to Tom King last week, and and uh, the subject of of a lot of Gardner Fox comics came oh. up. Yeah, well, it was like yeah. Tom Tom I'll has right read there. a lot of Gardner Fox books. Everyone, yeah. I mean, Gardner Fox wrote a lot of them, and you can tell. You <laughs> <laughs> seem to run out of steam. Yeah, I think you. I think you said it's. Uh, you could take. You could take any any word balloon in just any Gardner Fox and just switch them between characters. 
does not change the story at all. <laughs> does not matter. No, no character has any actual no, the, character. Just... Yes, yes. Green Lantern and Hawkman and they all the Adam. They all say that they are the same character. Yes, very much so. <laughs> much respect to Gardner Fox, obviously. But, uh, uh, Tom, Tom said that he was he was kind of the guy that at the time. Uh, he this is not how Tom said it, but basically what what you got was that Gardner Fox was the guy that they could tell to do something, and he'd be like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I can do that." Yeah, yeah, I'll spit like, one of those. Huh? He was not going to fight with with Julie Schwartz yeah. on anything, and it's like, yep, yeah, he was just he would he would go and write it. So, well, you think about it, he had a whole his whole Silver Age career, you know, like I mean, his whole golden age career like he, he did that you know worked through the whole, whole like superhero comics aren't a thing anymore and then yeah by the time the silver age comes around what what, what does he care like he, <laughs> like he already did it we're just making comics for the kids here <laughs> yeah exactly like great like what do you mean characterization yeah I don't, I don't got they're good guys what do you mean? they're yeah. bad guys who cares it's for seven-year-olds <laughs> pretty much oh which speaking <laughs> of um um whenever you whenever you bring that up um we talked to uh denny o'neill back in the day and and denny o'neill said that was you know he was uh writing batman at a time when when he started it was basically you you wrote you know three issues and then you basically could reinvent everything again you know because it was it was like 10 to 12 year olds that were reading batman mm -hmm. and they knew that that you had about two years of of readership and it would turn mm -hmm. over um today is denny o'neill's birthday so happy birthday denny o'neill happy birthday so that's a guy that really kind of changed and was there from you know the change of writing for yeah. ten to twelve year olds to to really the more adult, you know, college age and and older. Uh, anyone, does anyone call Denny O'Neill the Don? D O N. The Don. The Don. They should. They should. should they don't. They should. Okay. All right, we're gonna do that. Yes, Denny O'Neill from uh, birthday shout out to the Don, the D O N, Denny O'Neill comics. From from St. Louis, Missouri. Yep. He went to high school with. Um, he went to the same high school as Steve Gerber, and he went mm. to high school with uh, Mike Shannon, who is the play-by-play uh, uh, -play announcer for the Cardinals. Interesting. Yep. Chris Marshall said, uh, "Tom, I finally got around to reading Legion of Superheroes from the very beginning." There's a major lack of trust between these bratty teenagers. Oh yeah, they don't like yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Listen, in the future, you'd think maybe they'd have a better plan than like let's give all this authority to a bunch of teenagers. But no, they don't. Do <laughs> teenagers just argue amongst each other? Well, that's no. kind of what teenagers do, though. That's what they do. Uh, Would you yeah. expect? Well, I was going up for any plan at this point. Yeah. When you guys were talking about um, Anakin being unlikable, it's like, well, he's basically a moody teenager. Like, that's, yes. they're not likable. Like, if you're 23 or older, you don't like, like, they're not fun to be around. I don't like young people at <laughs> no. all. No. 
Well, you're just tired of your kids. <laughs> yeah, just awful. They're all awful. Yes. With their TikTok dances. <laughs> and their... Um, what is some whatever app I don't even know about that they're. I love. I love how. Shit. I, you know, when we started this whole thing, Tom was so full of life, and. Yeah. To, Everyone's to see, got to see me age. To see that he is old man yells at cloud now. Yeah, just like <laughs> yells at TikTok. Yells at TikTok. Back when Twitter was only 140 characters, <laughs> you had to get, you had to say what you had to say quick. You'd fuck around. You'd, You'd mess get around, to meander yeah. with your typing and just and doing some sort of uh, viral dance, whatever that means, <laughs> and. On Twitter, <laughs> I uh, I had to warn my kids about TikTok. I'm like, eh, oh shit! I don't think you want to get involved too much. They they both have TikTok on their phones. They don't produce any content for it. No. They just watch stupid shit on it. But I, but it's like, I don't know uh, how uh, how I feel. My about kids TikTok. and I use TikTok to edit videos that they like to play around with. We don't actually post anything, but we <laughs> they just, just use. use the editing software they just like the editing and like ah, i'm going twice as fast yeah i mean they're like that i mean they're stupid kids they don't give a shit <laughs> it's easy to yeah it's easy them. i mean Ooh, my son would love a gardener slow Fox motion. Story. <laughs> here son read some old green lantern <laughs> read some gar- here's an old, old gardener Fox Hal jordan an insurance salesman this is great this is great. They all sound the same. It's not confusing. <laughs> it was a little. I we didn't get into it with Tom King too much, but like his perspective on what the Gardner Fox stuff, but just the whole like sort of white square jawed British imperialism thing uh, was an interesting conversation. The idea of you know all those movies and books and. You know, every superhero of that era, every pulp hero of that era, was the same sort of thing. Um, but it, but it, it's, and it's interesting to see what he's doing with that now in comics, and sort of you know deconstructing that and and looking at it with a different perspective, and and sort of going, you know, this wasn't necessarily a good thing. These, or or even a true thing. You know, if you kind of look at like. Mm-hmm. Strange Adventure seems to be, uh, you know, going to do that uh, specifically, but it's also a little sad, like that you can't, like you can't look at those stories and just sort of go, oh, you know, Lawrence of Arabia is a good movie. Like it's, it's a good movie. Like we don't, do we have to necessarily look at it in the context of modern sensibilities uh, and 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 deconstruct it in that way and go well but it's you know horseshit or it's it was british imperialism it was um appropriation i I mean all art all art goes through that i mean it just so happens movies are more recent but everything gets put through the ringer eventually yeah whether or not like it had enough value to survive whatever people think of it in 200 years or whatever people think of it in 300 you know like right what will I'll, survive and what well, I, mean, yeah, I mean that's a good it, point it happens with comics too i mean it's i dare you to go back and read old Tintin comics and oh, not be offended don't dare me 
um a lot of the spirit stuff a lot of eisner's spirit comics it's can be a hard read for a lot of reasons it's and and not just in how they were you know written it's it's the actual content um i'm gonna be uh have you have either of you seen um uh they just released a preview i think of uh lovecraft country it's a new oh, yeah. show on Absolutely. HBO. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele is an executive producer, and it's based He's on... He's like Mr. Horror all of a sudden. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like sort of racism in Jim Brown era America. Mm. But Jim then, Crow? Or, yes, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, yeah. Jim Brown era. Jim Crow. Jim the Brown. Jim Brown was around during Jim Crow. Yeah, so that same era. <laughs> um jim crow era uh but also then like lovecraftian horror which will be interesting because you know there's been a lot of sort of examination of lovecraft and his own you know sort of racism and uh yeah you know uh isolationism that he was you know he was there's it's complicated h you know hp lovecraft uh, as a person is complicated, you know, to, to, to yeah. not look at his stuff. So that's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Cause I think it's very intentional that mm-hmm. they're using his stuff in that way. So that, that's, that's going to be uh, an interesting, I don't know, look, I guess we'll see, we'll see what they do with it. I, I love everything, but I, I it, but it's, it's like that thing of like, I, like I love everything that is Lovecraftian more so than I love like Lovecraft's original stuff. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like his true. original stuff is yeah. it's it, it, there's a charm to it, but it's also kinda it's a little hard to get through sometimes and, and it it but the concept that he came up yeah. with is phenomenal and I love the stuff that you know has grown out out of that more yeah. than i necessarily love the original stories uh so yeah, there's much. nothing wrong with that yeah. i mean that's how we are about honest to god that's how we are about most comics true yeah let's you know go back and read the original this shit, stuff and, this shit know. is hard to fucking read i'm sorry yeah, like it's i really hard to read it's really hard to get through yeah. and i'm trying to like have a certain perspective of it of like trying to enjoy it on another level, you know, because I know I can't necessarily enjoy it. Try to read EC comics. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, the art in this is, there's some great art. Yeah. 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 Meant to be, you know, it's hard with those, like, damn dude, 500 pages of that is a (laughs) lot of like (laughs) the same shit over and over again, you know, like it wasn't built that way, you know, like it wasn't, it's like a very modern way of consuming something. It's like, here's a big fucking chunk of it. But mm. like, here you go, completist. Now you right. can read all of these. It's like, no one ever thought anyone would give a shit about any of these stories 12 months after they, you know, right? Like, it was no, a for thing. sure. Well, yeah. Like, there was a thing going on Twitter I saw. I think Mark uh, Miller kind of started it or perpetuated it. It was like people um posting pictures of their shelf of a particular set of trades 
Yeah. And, and like their anger because not all the bindings <laughs> have like the same fucking trade treatment. Yeah. And it's like, are you like, when does it get to that? Like, on what level of, you know, do you need that to enjoy? Like, how far removed from the fucking yeah. stories are you that that's what's bothering you about them, you know? That... I mean, I think I've always, I've always loved the essentials and the showcases because I think they're. They're a way for people to affordably read stuff that they'd have no act, no like reasonable access to, you know, yeah. like in, in a way, you know, like not all of them are great. Some of them are, I mean, some of them are always like surprisingly like, Oh, like this is really interesting. And some yeah. of them are like, Oh Jesus. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm pages. trying to find the ones that I'm like, Oh, this is still a really good, story like this is still a really good well, out of the showcase time. stuff yeah jonah hex no but i'm like i, I want to read the old ba- like i want to read old batman i want to read old oh. justice league i want to read why superman i just to do it i mean i because i because i have to look at where they've actually gotten with the showcases because to me like the justice league gets more interesting when um yeah i have to look up when uh when does justice get interesting that's <laughs> google when does just hey, google like once it gets into the like the one i want to say like the one tens is my like guess off the top of my head yeah i'm just confirming that but uh oops. <laughs> i'm just trying to remember when it starts to get yeah, like right around when it gets to like um, the hundred page ones, it starts well, like, to get a little more. I'm trying to see what this like. This is, uh, you know, this starts out with like Detective Comics three twenty seven, and then Batman one sixty four. Uh, so it's a lot of the sixties, mid sixties stuff. Yeah, is this? Yeah. So it's okay. But it's very much like you can tell they're emulating the TV show of, to some degree. It's very much Batman and Robin, the dynamic duo. Uh, it was the Bang Pal era. A little bit. I mean, not uh, not real bad in that way. But uh, well, who definitely... are the creators that really kind of came in? I mean, we talked about Denny O'Neill earlier. I mean, you'd have to say you'd have to say Neil Adams, uh, Denny O'Neill. I Who think the uh, um, before kind of that, that you had uh, oh god, who was before those guys that I really like? I can't think of his name, especially the artist. Um, right before Denny O'Neill was writing, god damn it, I'll look it up. Because um, you had those guys, and then you had what Roy Thomas over at uh, at Marvel, who was kind of moving things on into into that next kind of the bronze age jim aparo jim aparo oh aparo sure one of my favorite batman artists i actually like his stuff more than i like neil adams stuff really darker it was it was more i mean jim aparo's great um i just like the look of batman that he did did he have the big ears uh yeah um Paro had like the big, B- bigger ears. It was it was kind of 
I mean, I think, uh, like, I think, I think you might, like, a lot of people might actually have a hard time distinguishing between his Batman and um, Neil Adams initially. They're, they're, they're kind of similar, I think, to some degree. But Apero, like, he tr- he he went from like the time period where Batman was very silly into yeah. the much darker kind of thing. But uh, Denny O'Neill was really the one that changed the writing, you know, of that. I think, from what I can remember, what I can tell. Yeah, he. I'm trying to see like who wrote the. Um stuff whenever whenever um i mean because neil adams didn't he didn't pencil a whole lot of of batman interiors he did a shit ton of covers he didn't do a ton of interiors um it's it's not as much as people think that he did um i'm trying to think was it denny o'neill who was writing most of that um i think so yeah, I think it's like the whole Ra's al Ghul stuff. You know, it's it's and you look. Um, that was a oh, graphic Neil. novel, wasn't it? Huh? Wasn't that the graphic novel that they had done? The Ra's al Ghul, the the head of the demon. Wasn't no, that? those were. I mean, these were these ran in in the Batman ongoing. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say. I've done some Justice League research. Um, I it, the the when Steve Englehart starts writing Justice League at like one forty, is like kind of when I think like it gets good. There's some stuff before that, like Carrie Bates wrote a bunch of stuff, but um, the Steve Englehart stuff is uh, I don't even know if that's collected anywhere, but that's like in my perception when it's like oh okay this is like very like interesting bronze ag oh by the way tom king wants us to go back to doing um comics 101 episodes (laughs) (laughs) that's tom's thing that's that's caters that's all caters Steve, Steve, I'll just start with Steve Englehart, Justice League. It'll give me a reason to read old Justice League issues. There we go. There you go. We'll do a new Justice League 101. Steve Englehart, 101. Ooh. I mean, he only did it for 11 issues, but it was, like, uh, actually interesting. If you do Steve Englehart, Justice League, I will do Neil Adams, Roy Thomas, X-Men. Oh, my Mm -hmm. goodness. Mm. I will. I will, I, I will I challenge will you. Listen to both of you. <laughs> we will do Stanley and Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four. I could do that. That would yeah. actually be fun. That'd be kind of fun. There, that's a challenge. Okay, I'll oh, start. Yep. I don't have any time for this. I'm. I got a new Dungeons and Dragons game that I'm joining. Oh shit! Uh, I got. <laughs> I'm in on. I'm. I'm doing some. Um. Uh. I'm doing Oscar some role-playing oh. games uh we're doing uh a Vampire wrestling role-playing you're what wrestling worldwide wrestling it's a role-playing, role-playing game no yeah. way yeah nice so you get to be a wrestler you have to make up a wrestler yeah you gotta make up a wrestler nice. yeah like 
you, you it's it's uh it's interesting i'm reading a book called uh the death of the territories it's mm-hmm. it's basically all about how vince mcmahon destroyed the wrestling industry um but you know and made the wwe or wwf at the time it's 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 a kind of interesting story of how he like there was all these territories all over the country and they sort of had their own area and that was their wrestling promotion kind of controlled you know whether it was pittsburgh or whether it was the west coast or whatever and then vince mcmahon just kind of came in and said nah fuck this he starbucks them yeah he just took over everything and and it's it's but he i mean they kind of did it to themselves but it's an interesting book it's uh i i don't know why i got into that speaking of assignments and interesting books i just want to remind everyone that um we are currently reading coffin bound this was sal's pick i'm sorry so (laughs) we'll probably talk about that in the sometime in the next month probably yeah so so pick it up i ordered it through amazon I've read about half of it. Yep. So if you got a couple more weeks. Tom is just like I was not aware of this. Uh, you missed our you missed our little little bird discussion. Yeah, I liked little bird. Okay. And that was Tom's contribution to our little bird discussion. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. <laughs> I'll edit that in. I'll, I liked it. I liked it. It was, it was good. good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about this wrestling RPG. I want to know. The mechanics of it. I want to know how. So, or... like, it's like broken down into like. I mean, we're just starting, so I wouldn't consider myself an expert. So, do you this. have to pick like a class, kind of like? Yeah, the... you have like different types of uh... brute. Yeah, striker. it's called the Worldwide Wrestling, the role playing game. Uh, <laughs> the second volume was just kickstarted. Uh... <laughs> this actually sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, look it up. It's great. Like, there's different classes of characters. I'm just trying to find some, like, the actual examples, you know, of, like, you could be, like, the anti-hero who doesn't play by the rules or the hardcore wrestler. Chaotic evil. Or the jobber <laughs> or the monster or the golden boy. And, like, the idea the is, is that, that it's all, it is, it's like, it's like actual wrestling. Spoilers, everyone. It's predetermined. <laughs> So like it's all about how do you make how do you make your match like the most entertaining it can be, mm-hmm. you know like as far as like so it's built with that in mind as opposed to like so do you wrestling. like sit there and go I'm gonna do a suplex and then you roll for it yeah like it's it's interesting because it's like there's things you roll for that are like stuff you do in the ring but then stuff outside the ring like I'm gonna run into this match and interrupt it to like yeah, so it's like the whole mechan- it's it's intra- it's very um do you have like a heat meter how how yeah you yeah you have like a... you have heat with certain characters based on like nice i gotta talk to my uh to to the guy i work with who's a he's a huge wrestling fan oh, yeah i mean we, yeah we just we've just started and so i'm not a rules expert but it's pretty interesting sounds interesting yeah it's called worldwide wrestling worldwide wrestling worldwide brought to you by american fudge Fudge. are you playing worldwide wrestling this weekend make sure you stock up on american fudge Fudge. i don't know i can't yeah fudge yeah 
<laughs> I mean, it's it's a really well thought out uh, ad campaign. Yeah, American Fudge. Oh. No, world worldwide <laughs> wrestling, and the rule book's pretty easy to follow, actually, which I appreciate as a as an old man trying to play a role playing game I've not played before. Do you like cakes, pies, and cookies? cookies. Well, go fudge yourself, buddy. Get some American yeah. fudge. <laughs> this is American fudge. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Somebody no, this... needs to get that domain now. <laughs> so the, wrestling, the wrestling game's great. It's fun. Nice. It's, I was uh, invited I to a D&D. I'm having trouble with our D&D campaign oh. because we don't we don't use Zoom. We're using Discord, which is voice only, and then Roll Twenty, and it's it's hard. It lacks interaction. And what I've what I've discovered is that D and D is great whenever you're all in the same room with each other because you can distract yourself whenever you are not actively doing something, but over over a voice only connection and 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 a map i've really realized that dnd is not a great strategic battle game it's not a, it's, <laughs> it's 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 just mechanically it's not a great game it's a pastime it's like it's a thing RPG. you're doing to like spend time with other there are there are much better like mechanically working games that I would rather play than D and D. Well, the good thing about the wrestling game doing it like over Zoom is, you know, you can play your entrance music, you can like change your background. Sure. You know? So like, if you're gonna, you know, do a promo, like you can get like the proper like it's actually weirdly. You like, do promos. <laughs> well, you have to. Talk, you have yeah. to talk shit about the other. Oh my god, that's awesome! I, uh, th- that's all right. So, have you done a promo yet? Have you? Done no, any? I have not. Done oh, I can't. Yet. You have. To, I. I need to know what your promos are going to be. That. Well, first of all, and I need this to know needs your to be wrestling. recorded, and we will play it in the next episode. No. I think we should play this game live <laughs> on the next episode of Around Comics. I'm willing this sounds to, to play this game. Yeah, that would be. This sounds awesome. This sounds hilarious. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. Tom what? says that this this hour a month commitment to this podcast is becoming more. Oh, than, and I don't know if I can do this. But, he's doing a, but he can do a <laughs> wrestling RPG. I don't want to hear it. That's bullshit. Let's <laughs> get some wrestling in. Wrestling. That's uh. That's kind of fun. That's that's kind of yeah. yeah uh, so, do you have a wrestler made yet? Uh, I'm I, I do, but I'm not going to spoil it yet. Oh. I'm still seeing how it's. How I'm not going to spoil it. He needs wait, to is there, the is there a I'm, I'm workshopping there... some ideas. I'm not ready to. <laughs> Son, I am disappointed. Yeah. Well, I, I got, got I got invited to a, a roll twenty D and D game with uh, a guy uh, that I know, and then a bunch of people that I don't know. Um they invited me to their game so we haven't started yet but i'm excited because every D like i have not played D as a player in decades and the last like three games that i've been involved in i've always been the dm mm-hmm. and even when i was younger like i always seemed to be the dm because i was the only one 
willing to do it you know and mm. nobody who wants it sucks you're you the know. only one that was gonna read that much exactly yeah you know because i wanted the game to happen but so now i'm just this i'm just gonna be a player and i'm i'm, I'm i think i'm gonna make like a warlock and uh i think i'm gonna make him a um i was gonna call him koresh the davidian and he's uh he's trying to build a cult <laughs> And he's just, uh, he's going to go around and try and convince everyone that he meets to let him sleep with their wives and, uh, (laughs) and seed the planet with chosen ones, Davidians, so that when his uh, master comes, you know, back that, uh, this is, you you realize that this is the plot of Guardians of the Galaxy two, right? Yeah, I well, yeah, that's okay. That's, <laughs> that's, that's fine. Your, your ego, the living planet. <laughs> no, I'm David Koresh. I'm building a cult. I'm building a cult. I want to make a cult. Yeah. So uh, that yeah. So I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm just going to be annoying because the whole time the 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 party's trying to like do the adventure. I'm just concerned. because DMs love that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're gonna take out 30 years of frustrations as a dm on this poor son of a bitch no I'll, I'll make it well here's the thing i you know you were talking about the strategy of the game how it's not a real good mechanically a very good game yeah but that's the part of Dungeons and dragons i hate oh it's the boring part yeah i like the role playing is my has yeah. always been my favorite part of it so I'm looking forward to just role playing and I, I don't yeah. give a shit what happens, you know, like, you know, in the game, as far as adventuring, if we succeed or fail, I just want to have fun. I just want to, you know, like fuck around and hope, hopefully they're good role players. That's my biggest hope that, yeah. that the party is, is good. At, Cause that's the hard part. You have to have a DM that can role play that can play all these characters and, and, it, and it's a tough job, but, it, so we were so we had we had a couple friends um over to the to the backyard we've got a we're lucky enough we've got a nice big backyard we had some friends over uh this weekend of um appropriately social Breaking the law no 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 it was small gathering and and we and we and we were we were safe about it blah 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 uh but uh blah. one of the guys one of the guys um is what for a while was a I don't, I'm not going to say a professional DM, but he was a paid-for dungeon master. He's a guy that they that I people that would go and hire to DM. And I'm oh. just like, now is your time because after all this stuff, it's how it's, much did he get paid? I don't know, like a hundred dollars a session. Oh, interesting. Long, eh, yeah, nah. Not worth it. <laughs> no, but but interesting. You know, it's like you know, it's. I mean, you just said it. It's like you DM'd because you were the only one that had to put the the work into it. Yeah. And so, I mean, there honestly is a market out there that I mean, think about this. You run the same fucking campaign, your own campaign, but you run it five days a week with five different groups of players and you make a hundred dollars a session yeah maybe i mean doing two hours three hours a session you know you're working three hours a night making an extra five bills a week doing that i mean it's it 
especially now i think that market is there so someone out there take that i'm sure i'm sure there are tons of people that are already doing it but probably um yeah but every voice every wannabe voice actor that's you know not doing uh cartoons is you know just Mm -hmm. out there waiting to dm that's that one dude what's his name uh oh from the 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 yeah, the big yeah. the Kickstarter one and the one the big that's nerd the, yeah thing nerd yep. fest those guys critical role yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so. that's interesting I don't know I mean I yeah uh, it could be you Sal no it could not be me I don't have that kind of Brian Salazar DM for sale fuck that I'm getting American Fudge off the ground. fudge yeah fudge it go fudge yourself yeah tom caters is going to be the virtual vince mcmahon he's going to be the ww what ww what can you be like a a, um just a uh a manager can you You just be a manager oh yeah yeah. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan kind of uh, yeah. guy. I love the brain. It's sad. All those guys are dying now. Well, they're all getting old. They are getting old. Like all, there's a place. Uh, Tom, uh, you're a. I mean, you're a Wisconsinite. You ever go to a place in Milwaukee called Vanguard? It's in Bayview. I don't think so. You would love Vanguard, actually, Sal. When when shit opens up after Tom reopens up the the country yep. you have to come up place is known for its sausage it's different sausages <laughs> wait and a place in wisconsin known for sausage it's no. a, i know shock, fucking shocking right but you go this place is sal you would love this place it's it's fucking great beers and sausage and on the the big screen tvs behind the bar always like 1980s ww wwf on it's like vintage vintage wrestling vintage all the time classic wrestling moments place is fucking amazing i uh i was gonna tell you about the coffee um i can't find it now so the dm the guy who is uh dming this game owns like a coffee company like a craft coffee company and they do mm-hmm. um they do all sorts of uh like nerd inspired coffees nice uh i think it's called oh, smuggler's coffee that's what it's called smugglers smugglers run something like that but they do like dungeons and dragons themed coffees and i'm like dude you need to i haven't really talked to him yet but i'm like you need to sponsor my podcast because it's perfect perfect for the uh, around comics crew they, so they have like um advanced you know science uh, advanced science and sorcery uh up to no good blend they have the dorks and beans uh blend they have chaotic the, evil dark <laughs> yeah a brew hope um the tomb a of caffeination uh, so there's like video Boo. games dungeons and dragons and pop culture stuff uh coffee branded you know you know cultured coffee kind of thing but so that's kind of neat i don't know i've never i haven't tried them yet so i, t- I told him to send me free coffee and i 
I'd plug it. So there's just, there's your plug. Hopefully he'll send me some free coffee, some free smugglers coffee. I like it to go along with my um, San Francisco Bay coffee. Coffee company. <laughs> <laughs> so what else uh, as we as we approach the week here? Um, what else are you guys doing to kind of kind of survive life at home? Uh, drink. Drink. Uh huh. <laughs> Working out. Trying to work out. Trying to. I'm fat. It's. I'm. I'm having a drink here, and then I'm off the booze for a while. Oh yeah. Yeah, there. I'm getting fat. It's Marta and I both realized that our fat pants are getting tight. So, <laughs> I have a, I've, I've put on about twenty pounds in the last six months, but mm-hmm. about a lot, about fifteen of that is muscle. So, yeah, but it's frustrating because I keep going, I keep getting heavier and heavier, but it's you know. I don't know what to do. I can't, I can't like, I can't lose weight. I can't seem to lose any weight. I got to eat better, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't that's we all? Right now, that's been tough. I tried, like I went a good week of eating healthy, but it's oh, fucking hard. I mean, my wife makes chocolate cook, you know, chip I told you we watch the great British baking show every day, right? Yeah, right? It's, yeah, yeah. That's, there, there, there's an adverse effect to this. Marta's like, I'm going to bake. Yeah. My son made bread from scratch the other day. Mm-hmm. It was delicious, but it's fucking bread. I can't eat bread. Yeah. You know, you know what I did today because I was bored? What? Made a margarita pizza. <laughs> I was fucking bored. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's the way it goes. It's the way yeah. it is. Rick Tom, Tom, Tom just has that vacant look right now. <laughs> Why am I not playing a wrestling game? No, guys, I just I'm very tired. Tired time. All right. Well, so so we'll plan we'll plan this out. I can even go first because I can tell by by your guys' determination here. I will do a com for Tom King, we will do comics one oh one. Let's make it like a fifteen minute segment. Fifteen minute? Fifteen minutes. We can what we can't talk about fucking roy thomas and and neil adams on the x-men for 15 minutes no of course we can but that's i think that's cutting it it's not giving them enough due we used to do like an hour and a half hour. all right yeah. we'll make it a half hour fine I fine think we do we'll make hour, it a half hour. solid hour <laughs> we'll make it a half hour well that's just roy no, thomas. From there. you can't do both in an hour, half hour. <laughs> i i think there needs to be a quid quo pro here no, there doesn't. No, no, no. But You're... between us and, and and King. Oh, and Tom um, King. So, what what should his assignment be? Well, I was trying to convince him to uh, to dress up in a disguise. I gave him the choice. He could either dress up as as Nick Fury, okay, um, or Funky Flashman, or uh, Dick Grayson in the Grayson comics and he had to infiltrate uh like Jim Lee's home and and sneak out some top secret information about a project that he can't talk about 
how, how about how about this? I've got something a little bit <laughs> more feasible. More. <laughs> How 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 about how about we challenge? Why do you Tom- ask me if you have an answer already, Chris? How about you we know what you want? How about we challenge Tom King to to come on and do a comics one hundred and one on Adam Strange? Ooh, that's kind of interesting. Okay, I don't know if he do has it. that kind of time, but we can try it. We can I think do- we can steal him for a half hour. Half hour of Adam Strange. I mean, he's half got- hour of of comics one hundred and one Adam Strange. Okay. Well, so, all we can do is ask. Tom King, you've been can, you have been challenged, sir. You have been challenged to give us a half hour. And we hour. won't even make him go first. I will do I will do Roy Thomas, Neil Adams, X-Men. All right. My favorite X-Men run. I will do um I don't know what. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. Didn't you already say? Oh, no. He's going to What are you doing, Tom? I think Tom has replaced his picture with a screen cap of him sitting in front of his camera. Just falling asleep. Steve, I have Steve, one Englehart, of those, Steve Englehart Justice League. There. I've, I've got this one in, in reserve. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just as good. Hey, you know, with like that, I might actually be able to ask our guests a question next time. So next time we have a guest on... <laughs> we got a comment oh wait as, as long as we're here let's read a comment i got on instagram on our last oh, episode Jesus. here we go let me just pull this up real quick um <laughs> this was uh oh who's who gave us this oh wait a minute i lost it now i lost god damn it hold on hold on a second tom what's your 101 gonna be on steve inglehart Justice League with Dick Dillon. All right. Say two weeks from now. Okay. Um. So yeah, we had a, a friendship. What does it say? Friendship Paradox Comic. That's the screen name on Instagram. Friendship Paradox Comic commented on our tom king episode he said this was a fun episode it's great to hear tom being a fan of the show although i think every time sal wanted to ask something chris changed the subject (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much pretty much that's that's uh you know how it goes now i figured out that i can mute chris though so i can just if i need to i can just mute him and and ask whatever i want and finally get Get my question. I'm also drinking less before we record. Well, that's so, good. That's a good thing. It's um, this is the uh, the Whole Foods 365 ginger sparkling water. Ding. There you go. Ginger water. You like it? Is it like ginger ale kind not of? Not bourbon. It's not. <laughs> I just bought a couple of new bottles. I got a couple. I know. Yeah. See, we record late in the evening folks and sometimes on tuesday and daddy needs his medicine all right i think tom's 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 out yeah no, i'm out I think i'm out guys i think that's all we got for this week guys um, you got it you got it, you got it, you got all of me that's all you got all right. man all right good to see you brother it's good to see you too all right um remember stay strong america first and open yep. the shit back open up open the shit up american fudge yeah, yeah. this episode down to your fudge Brought to you by fudge, yeah. Fudge Get down in. to your fudge branch. Get some fudge in you. Pack some fudge in you, man. Yeah. <laughs>
be a patriot. Get down to your local fudge. Get that American fudge. Get that in you. It's good in you. It's good in American. American All right, we'll fudge. see you next week, bud. Yeah. Uh, you remember, you can uh, reach us at uh, www.aroundcomics.com. You can mm-hmm. email us at info at aroundcomics.com. You can get us on Twitter and Instagram at aroundcomics. Uh, if you want to help the show, if you'd like to contribute to the show, you can go to Kofi Coffee K O F I dot com slash around comics and help support the show there by buying us a cup of coffee. Or you could we should, go, we, we should set up a Venmo. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Um, you can go to aroundcomics.com slash slash shop. And I'm putting some T-shirts, some Around Comics logo T-shirts and stuff up there soon. So we're going to have some some gear you could buy from mm-hmm. us uh, soon if you want to help out the show. Because this shit costs money. I got to fucking pay for Zoom a month. I got to pay for a goddamn website and Libsyn and you motherfuckers. Not you motherfuckers. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to those oh. motherfuckers. <laughs> those other motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Those other assholes. Uh, but yeah, if you'd like to help support the show, you can do that at those places. Yeah. That's it. Is that's that all it? we're looking. You know, self-sustainability. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we want to shrink our footprint. Yes, and, uh, we want to be carbon neutral. Carbon. So like, you know, like $5, you know, carbon neutral. During um, every so- episode, I burn one gallon of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> just in the background, just a barrel uh, of yeah. oil burning, and you know, and along the along the lines of what uh, of Uh-oh. what Tom said, he wanted to, to, to bring back to bring back a segment of the one hundred one. Oh, jeez! Uh, I had the uh, outro Chris, going. I had to turn it off because Chris Chris was going into. What? I thought Did we were ending the show. I thought that was the end of the show. And you're no, no, I was. You said goodbye to me. Intro yet? I was gonna say, hey. You know, Tom King gave us gave us a a, a, a suggestion, and we're going to run with it. So, yeah, whatever uh, whatever you might want to hear, you know, send it as a suggestion. We may not do it, but uh, but would love to hear from you. Um, all right, uh, guys, we'll get together here soon. In the meantime, uh, in between time. Yeah. Oh wait, be everywhere. <laughs> nice, Sal. <laughs> wait. Do it again. Just do it again. Just start it over. Just yep. start over. Yep. We'll do it live. In the meantime, <laughs> in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around. around. <laughs> Jesus. Bill O'Reilly. This is hard to do live. Yeah, just it's doesn't fine. work. It doesn't work. No, it's good. It's I good. I like it. Do it live. Do it live. We'll do it live.